Okay, guys, welcome back to the Real Time Online Podcast, episode 17, can you believe? On a pretty um, historic day for uh, the lockdown stuff, and we'll get to talking about that. Before we get to any of that, we're going to just quickly go around the room and everybody can say who's here. Um, I am Caitlin and I'm, I'm here. <laughs> uh, I'm Sarah, I'm a part of the Friday group. Hi, I'm Harley, and I feel like today's currently taking registration. I'm Lyle, and I love Epiphones. Hi, I'm Kia. I'm part of a young sync lady. Cool. So, we're going to, before we crack into our main stuff here, guys, we're just going to talk a wee bit about something that we noticed in the news this week, and I'm going to let Caitlin take the lead on that one. Um, I, so I think it was the end of last week or the start of this week that we found out that Peter Green had died. So that was quite sad for the old Fleetwood Mac people. Hi, Fleetwood Mac fans, the world over. Uh, quite sad about that one. How old was he, Caitlin? Can you remember? 73. 73, yeah, it's, it's no bad. When me and my dad found out, it broke me and his hearts at the same time. My dad had just finished a long shift with Scott Rail and I was sat up in my room and my dad comes upstairs and he's like, Peter Green died. And I was like, broke my heart on the spot. Are you a big fan then, Lyle? Are you... it's, it's one of the few bands that me and my dad can sit and listen to together. Right. At least I suppose that's a kind of good thing when, when, when I'm a musician, particularly somebody that's been around for like 40, 50 years, passes away. You've still got that music. You've still got that kind of legacy. That's really nice. MD else a big Fleetwood Mac fan? Ah, uh, kind of. <laughs> uh, is there a particular song you like or a particular album? Ah, uh, Rumours was a good album. That is a good album. Most, uh, I once heard Rumours described as a, a record made by and for people cheating on each other. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I've not listened to it start to finish, so I can't... Uh, I can't verify how accurate that is, but uh, aye. Cool, so uh, sad days for rock and roll. If, if if you've been a regular listener to the podcast, you'll know that way back in episode two, which was probably in like early April, I want to say, late March, um, we talked about lockdown and we talked about what we thought was going to happen and, and how weird a time we were moving into, given that we're kind of now moving out of the kind of lockdown restrictions and things are kind of slowly getting back to normal, whatever that means. We want to kind of talk today about what it means for you guys. And I suppose the first thing I wanted to bring up was uh, school, because some of you guys will be going back. And Nicola Sturgeon just a few short hours ago said that you are going back as normal, nay restrictions, nay social distancing. What do you feel about that? Um, That's restrictions. <laughs> I, I mean, there's some, there's some stuff, but sorry, Sarah, what you I go to a different school, which is rubbish. I read oh, yeah. the thing like 10 minutes ago um, before the podcast and I was a bit confused by some of the stuff I was saying because it doesn't right. seem like they're going to have all, like everyone within the one school going back at the same time. All right. Because um, it says uh, by the 18th, uh, oh. everyone has to be back in school. But it says oh. schools open on the eleventh. I just said that they can do a phased return if they want to, but if they yeah. don't, they can just go back. Right. So the, are they leaving it down to the discretion of the parents? Then is that kind of what's uh, happening? School. It's I to think... the schools. Oh, right. Okay. It's That's a cases with the college because I've not been contacted on when they think they'll be putting me back. So Aye. 
I think with colleges and universities, what I've seen is that they're they're doing a lot of their stuff like the first they're semester online back online. First, aye. Yeah. Online. My pal was saying so, that. Aye, so it might be January before Andy's back at an actual college or university campus. Why do you think they've made that they're kind of forcing the school kids to go back? I think it's just because the kids who are in college, they have they've sort of got a route, a sort of route already planned for themselves. They know what to do should all else fail. Whereas the school wins, they've not. You've got like S ones who are just going in who haven't exactly managed to get their school journey started, and they plan on getting them back and getting them educated as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Tia, I want to bring you in on this part. What do you think? Um, I think it's a bit too soon still, because yeah. especially when they're talking about there's a possibility to get a spike in two weeks, which is when we start back. I think it's a bit too yeah. soon. But Sarah, was there anything else you've read this article quite thoroughly? Was there anything else that jumped out for you? Um, I think they were talking about um, I don't know if recruiting is the right word, but um, getting more teachers so they can have more uh, they're not going to have classrooms as filled as before so they want Uh, to get more teachers to um it did say some stuff they're gonna be stricter on hygiene with schools and um hire more sort of people for cleaning and keeping schools hygienic right so it sounds like they're putting in the effort a wee bit does that does that allay your fears tia do you still feel knowing that then it's too soon um, I think it's too soon. I think it is still too soon. Are any like I know I know the guys in this group particularly your relationship with school can be problematic sometimes as everybody else has. I'm sure there's nobody there's nobody desperate to go back. Are any right happy to be going back to school? Kinda, Me. but kinda no. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm ha- happy that the schools are back because my nieces they're they're both in school uh, and I've been more worried about their education than mine. So I'm happy that they're going back. Fair enough. Um, Harley, what about you, pal? You, you said you were happy to go back to school there. Why? I've got a good relationship with a bunch of the teachers and stuff mm-hmm. in a couple of departments. And I know for a fact that this entire lockdown situation was really hard on them especially. Mm. Like, like try to like, teach kids on something that they've never used before. And I know for a fact that in our school especially, that it was people that just weren't doing it at all. So I'm kind of just glad that the teachers are going to get a bit of a break. I think it probably, if any teachers or any educators in general are listening, they'd probably take a bit of heart for that, knowing that somebody at your kind of school age and that recognises that it has been hard on teachers, and I'm sure that is the case. Um, Caitlin, you were kind of maybe I, maybe no there. What, what, <laughs> what were you thinking? I just like the routine of getting up, going to school, coming back, and um, then doing whatever I'm doing at night. And then just yeah. gone. It's just a good routine. Fair enough. Tia and Sarah, what, what are you guys thinking about going back to school? I'm not looking forward to it. I don't get along with a few of the teachers and a few of the people in school now. Right. Fair enough. So have you actually felt like, well, kind of being furloughed for school, I suppose, that being in lockdowns kind of been a good thing in some ways? In some ways, yeah, maybe. Cool. We'll come back to that because that's an interesting thing I want to dive into a bit deeper. But that's interesting. You've actually felt quite comfortable being in lockdown. Tia, what be you, Pa? I only kind of want to go back into school to see my friends and do like three subjects out the amount that I take. So I kind of prefer being off. How For the guys that are at school, 
I know, Leo, you've, you've, you're in college and you've got a, a kind of different experience. What's it like being doing schoolwork in the house? What's it been like to do actual college work now? <laughs> Considering the fact they've gave me none, it's been quite interesting because we had we were doing stuff like this, like over uh, Zoom and that. We'd sit and talk about what the situation was, and as lockdown went on, it started happening less and less and less, right to the point that it stopped. Fair enough. Uh, Same school. <laughs> and that, what happened yeah. was uh, they just said practice your instrument practice your set list and it got to the point that everyone had exhausted their set list and some people didn't exactly own that instrument so it just sort of got scrapped over time fair enough is that caitlin you seem to kind of agree with that there that with school it's been a kind of similar process it started strong and then it kind of trickled away we done our stuff over teams like we put stuff up and the teachers would put things on and everybody would like it and reply to it. And then week by week, nobody was even interacting with the teachers when they were kind of talking. Yeah. <laughs> right. So they just kind of patched them. And right. I think I was the only person talking to teachers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because I felt bad for them. <laughs> right. So, so Harley's not the only one that's got sympathy for the teachers. That's cool. I noticed that as well with uh, well, people in my year, at least. My music class, nobody was talking to the teachers. I was the only one. I had been given out work from other classes, but I was one of the people that also didn't bother with it because I wasn't going to take that class the next year. Oh, cool. So it's interesting from my point of view to hear what you guys are saying about that. And obviously, like, I mean, it's an unprecedented time. We've never had anything like this before. So obviously the schools are probably like, what do we do? Just to kind of bring this wee section to close. Is there anything you think the schools could have done differently or done better? Educated themselves on how to use the technology and software before lockdown started. Well, nobody expected this to happen. Well, you had at least two days, three days at least before school actually started. You could have just said, you know, book an IT room, let's go. Let's see how all this works. There's, like, wee tiny chances of opportunity. And, like, as much as not everyone's going to be able to do that, at least there'll be certain people who'll be able to show other people how to do so. Fair enough. It's a fair point, and I suppose you can kind of see both sides because you can imagine, I think, for all the stuff the teachers would have had to do in those two days, two days is nothing, really. Mm -hmm. The, the scary thing, I, I was reading this this week, I don't know if any of you guys saw it. The SQA, are, uh, who I'm sure you're all fans of, the, the SQA have been working out a way to work out your guys' results and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I'm um, going to wrap mine up as soon as you come in and do off. Same. I'm going to shoot the SQA. I mean, to be honest, <laughs> I, have, I have been a paranoid mess over leaving it in the SQA's hands because I said to my uh, lectures are doing is they're going off our attendance for us to get it. Oh. So I'm, I'm, I'm sort of working in that respect. I was there basically every day. I don't, I don't, I don't want to freak MD out here. Um, it'll probably be different for you, Lyle, but I was reading uh, the other day the SQA have been asked twice by the Scottish Parliament to reveal how they're working out the grades. And they will, they, they will not tell them. <laughs> And the thing is, I don't know if you guys know this, if your school, um, they, part of how they're measuring it is they're, they're looking at the results overall of the oh, schools for the last kind of five <laughs> years. 
I've gone on for predictions oh. as well, so it's Aye. not very good. I've already well. got my results. Like, it's not good. Right. <laughs> How they've done it. So, that's maybe been a bit of a darker side of lockdown, that this your, uh. your guys' like exam results and stuff could be a wee bit... Could, well, obviously, are going to be affected. Um, Tia, what do you think you've... I wish they kind of told for definite how it's getting sorted, because I think that would give me a better peace of mind. Yeah. Out of my control, mm. but I just kind of need to hope. That's too but... simple for the SQA, but... <laughs> <laughs> they, don't like it. they don't like doing it. What They don't like being normal humans, do they? No. <laughs> no. And do you know what, guys? I, I, I remember it when they started what was called the Higher Still programme back in the late 90s, early 2000s, there was very similar issues. So you guys are, you know, in a very long list of SQA casualties by the sound of it, which is a damn shame. And uh, hopefully they'll have learned some pretty hardcore lessons for this. Let's leave that subject behind because we'll just end up green. Let's talk about 2020. We've been talking about, um, kind of off, off air and stuff, we've been talking about uh, a wee bit about how the year in general has gone. I want to talk about music first. Is there anything musically that stood out for you guys this year? So at the start of lockdown, I discovered a band called Vader. Right. And they are a hardcore death metal band and they released an album at the start of lockdown called Solitude and Madness. And I just love the name for the album. Like, fitting at the start of lockdown, an album called Solitude and Madness comes out. Aye, I'm sure that resonates with some people. Has it got any relation to Star Wars, or is it just... Well, you heard the name, but I've um, got a few songs that relate in their albums. They've got an album okay. called The Empire. Oh, okay. And in that album, there is a, a song called Genocidious. Right, okay, so there's like direct references to Star Wars. Fair enough, so that's Lyle's pick, uh, I suppose, for the for the kind of album of the year. Um and there, Sarah, have you, is there anything musical that stood out for you this year? Not really, to be honest. I haven't really found like any new bands. It's just been individual songs. Is there even a song then that, that stood out for you? No, really not. Fair enough. I've got a song, just because I, I need to plug my pal. Go for it, Kim. Uh, Another Day by Cameron Ledwidge. He's um, donated every single penny for what he earned off that song to a mental health charity. Oh, good for him. So he deserves a, a wee right. emotion. We, we're all about that in real time. Let's say, uh, let's give the guy a plug. Where, where can we find his music, Kayla? Everywhere Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, just right. about everywhere. He's got a new Thank song you. coming out on the 14th of August called Sometimes on Love. Right, so that's Cameron Ledwidge, right? We'll, uh, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll give him a wee look. Um, we'll maybe even link to him in the show notes for this podcast, guys, so uh, we'll keep you linked up with that. Um, Tia, what, what stood out for you musically this year? Um, I've got two bands with two different things. Um, Pally Royale brought out a new album called The Bastards. Oh, it's really good. It's, it's so good. And uh-huh. then another band I like Bad Flower brought out a new song called 30. Right. Okay, so what can I... I don't... I, I kind of know who Pally Royale are. Um, by the way, I should plug Tia here because she did a really good album review of the Bastards when it came out. So, what what kind of style of music are we talking here? I'd say they're rock, maybe modern rock. Okay. So basically, just emo. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I, I I sense some as if emo was not a very positive term in your mouth there, uh, Lyle. But we'll. Uh... Shocking. <laughs> 
Mm. Yeah. I'm I mean, emo, emo sweet. Because I myself am emo, so I can't yeah. say much. Aye. Aye, that, right, aye. Uh, Sarah's referring to Lyle's uh, haircut there, which is... Um, Apparently I look more like Little Nicky than I do emo. <laughs> uh, it's kind of half and half, mate, but you're doing well. You're doing well. It suits you. Wales emo in a Broadway. <laughs> um, cool. Harley, we've not come to you yet, pal. But musically, what stood it for you this year? Two things. Okay. Uh, one. No. Can I say three things? Say as many as you like. Okay. <laughs> uh, bring me the horizon. Parasite Eve. That's a good song. What so good. a song. Uh-huh. Like the music. It's video? literally back to same paternal form, but with like the vibes from ammo and like experimentalness and it's just absolutely okay. mental and as someone who's more of a fan of the heavier bring me horizon it's not it but it's as, as close to it as we're going to get okay Maybe Sarah, you, were, you were mentioning the music video there what's that like oh um it's, um, it, it's yeah it was i listened to that it's a really good song um and i really like the music video as well Right. I'm, I'm a big fan of their older stuff and like the heavier stuff as well, but it, I did really like it. Cool. So we've got, I think we've got consensus here because Tia was nodding her head as well. Yeah. Um, no. That's good. Right, so that was your first pick, Harley. What's your second pick? Uh, I'm going to go with... Is something nodding out there? Is something like a poltergeist? Or... That's fine, carry on. The second thing, the band Ghost um, oh, yes. unveiled their uh, fourth uh, generation of the character, uh, oh, Papa Emeritus IV, mm-hmm. um, and it sort of happened at the beginning of what of the of this year, um, at one of the Munich gigs, and I just think it's so cool. And like he looks really old, and yeah. it's just such a cool character. See, uh, no, that's amazing, man. I love Ghost. Ghost are a great band, and uh, uh, there's a few folks at Real Time that I really, really dig them. Do you guys know about this about about Ghost's lead singer? I've never even heard of them. Right. Oh, Caitlin, you're about where to go they, in for a ride. Where are they from, Harley? Uh, Sweden or Norway or something? Aye, I, I think it's Sweden, isn't it? Ghost. I think it's 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 it? Harley, do you want to tell us a wee bit about this lead singer character and what's happened over the years? So there's a band called Ghost, um, and they've got, like, I want to say it's like five members, but it goes up to like ten sometimes in the bigger gigs and stuff. Usual. They're a bit wacky, so they kind of... um. They have a bit of a satanic vibe about them. Yeah. Yeah, while sticking up the Yes, let's go, Satanism. <laughs> Real time does not condone Satanism. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh they've had like five generations of the frontman singing. Um right. so they've had Papa Meritus one through four, and they've also had Cardinal Copia. Okay. Uh they had a Papa Meritus zero, kind of, but he wasn't really ever the singer. Right. So it's just such an absolute fantastic band, and they've just got so much war and storyline, and it's just he's uh, a dead charismatic guy. And basically, like for those of you that have never seen them live or whatever, that the, the the lead singer is almost like a caricature of mm-hmm. the Pope that's meant to be in it, or or kind of cardinals yeah, or bishops or religious figures. Um, and it's kind of like the anti-Pope is the yeah. best way I can kind of describe it. It's a really I cool have a metal. Clip for you, I always seen how much you're laughing about Cardinal. No, totally different. It's related to Billy Connolly. All I've got in my image is Billy Connolly stood in the stage. Like, oh, <laughs> it's kind of like that. Yes, a bit scarier. Cool. So that's Harley's second pick. Harley, quickly, what was your third pick, pal? Huh? 
Jerry Simmons' new album, The Bonnie. It's absolute bang. <laughs> I wish you could have seen Sarah's reaction to that. Yeah, I've seen like, Sarah's reaction. It was the best uh, thing oh ever. Oh my god, the biggest eye roll I've ever seen. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, don't be sorry. All, all opinions You're are You're not the only one. I just, I just hear the name. I'm like, no. He's <laughs> not that bad. He's actually somewhat good. That's the worst thing. Uh, nah, nah. His singing isn't good. His singing isn't good, and his guitar playing isn't good. But his presence and his lyrics are banging, and you have to admit it. Sorry, Gallagher wasn't the best singer, but he's good guitar. Good everything else. No, like Jerry Simmons, a popular fella, and there's plenty of people like him. There's plenty of people that don't. I'll not reveal too much about what I think of Jerry Simmons, but you revealed it last night in the thing. That's true. I did reveal it last night a wee bit in the in the live performance night, but uh, each terrain, um, it's all good. Uh, so we've had some good uh, suggestions here. So I hope you guys that are listening have got some good suggestions to go away and listen to. I want to talk a wee bit for a minute about lockdown. Like I was saying, we did a podcast at start of lockdown. We were talking a lot about what we thought we were going to do and what we thought it was going to be like. So I want to spend a wee minute just talking about, you know, we're 16, 17 weeks in now. Has there been any good bits? Has there been any unexpected good bits that you maybe didn't see coming? Has it just been 17 weeks of doom and gloom? Tia, I'm going to come to you first, actually. What's it been like for you being locked down? Has it something been but the main thing that's getting me is concerts because that's like... My right. whole thing, I absolutely love them, and it's been hard not to go to one. Okay, so you've been missing the live atmosphere, the live experience. Yeah. Fair enough. Is there been anything good, anything that you've really appreciated about being in your house for 17 weeks? No I mean, is an I've acceptable been, answer. Well, I've been looking more into like psychology and psychology behind like serial killers and things. Cool. So that's been quite interesting. So. Nice. So it's given you time. I suppose that you've been given kind of the gift of time just, to go and look into stuff. Can I just verify the word that Craig said was supposed to be good? Aye, listen, it serial killers are interesting, mate. If you've ever got a spare <laughs> half an hour, go on yeah. YouTube. Psychoanalyse uh, me once this is done, please, because I'm, I'm pretty sure I, I, I need a psychoanalysis after this. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lyle, I'll, I'll come to you next, pal. How How's lockdown been for you? Uh, it's been rather interesting for me, I'm not going to lie, because I got furloughed basically at the start. I've been in lockdown longer than most people. Yeah. Uh, so what's consisted of my lockdown is buying a Darth Vader helmet, learning <laughs> guitar, and buying more guitars. Right. And you bought quite a special guitar just a couple of weeks ago, didn't you? Uh-huh. And then I bought a 3D printer after that. Right. So you've bought a couple of guitars, a 3D printer... And a Darth Vader helmet. Yeah. Cool. We are still links between that. Oh, it's, there's none. It's absolute randomness. Aye. Great, I love it. Although I, I think I, I kind of get the feeling Tia might be reading some articles about you in a few years' time. Like, <laughs> I'm only kidding. Uh, just, that's a, <laughs> that is the short list of a serial killer, isn't it? A 3D printer, a Darth Vader helmet, and a guitar. <laughs> I'm only kidding. It's the mask away. <laughs> what were you saying there, Sarah? Uh, he's got a mask, he's got a weapon. There you go. Well, I listen, we might end up in an episode of BuzzFeed on Solid. He's got a background story, I know. can see he's <laughs> in a band or something. Oh, that's true, aye. Listen, there's a great piece of fiction waiting to be written here, guys. Just taking wild stories, your inspiration. Caitlin, I'll come to you next, pal. What's the. Uh... 
<laughs> Caitlin's <laughs> making some guy okay, Wiles making some brilliant faces in the corner here. I and honestly, I wish these podcasts were recorded for, just for the faces sometimes. I might take some screenshots. Um please do. Uh aye, Caitlin, what's the uh, wow. what's the old uh, lockdown been like for you, Pam? Good and bad. Good because you don't need to speak to people or look at people. Or right. be around people. Okay. All bonuses of <laughs> Right, so the well, routine's been... Sitting about all day doing nothing. Right. Unless I've got... Unless we're doing something with real time, probably. Aye. Right, okay. Uh, um, no, not to blow up and then trumpet or anything, but that, I suppose... It's <laughs> only routine I've got. <laughs> right, so the routine's been important for you. Is that something maybe then, when we're talking about school and stuff, it's something you're looking forward to? Has being in lockdown encouraged you to kind of try and sort your own routine? Or has it just been... No. <laughs> right, okay. Because I wouldn't stick to it. <laughs> right, fair enough. Um, no, that's, I just wanted to ask that because I know that's something actually, even though I've still been working, been working in my house, it's like a ah, house full of distractions. <laughs> it's, um, well, no, it is working. Ah, I know what I mean. Like, <laughs> no, it's, house, isn't it? no it's, um, it is a different thing. And I'm actually. It's literally like doing homework. Kind of, aye. Kind of. It's like the exact same feeling you get when you're told to do homework. There has been a couple of times where I've been sitting doing stuff and I'm like, wow, I've not felt like this since I was at school and I, I uh-huh. feel like I have to do things in my house. So you're absolutely right, pal. Know that, like, obviously I've been, there's loads of people out there that haven't been working and have been having to do what I imagine most, like Lyle, I know you've been doing it and Caitlin as well. And most of you guys, all of you guys actually have just had been in the house with no much today. And I'm, I'm quite lucky that I've been able to keep working. But it is a strange one working in your house. Who have I no company yet? About this one, about the good parts of lockdown, Harley. What, what's been good for you or not? Uh, Apart from perfecting your lemon grab impression. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate the Adventure Time reference. Yes. All of that. Yes. Okay. Skateboarding. I've been skateboarding back garden. It's not been good. The the back garden is tiled. Can I just like mention that? Right. It's not very so, uh, easy to skateboard on a tiled garden. Aye. And if you fall, you're dead. No, no, no good. <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, <laughs> fair enough. So you've been obviously trying to kind of keep yourself. I gave up after three, after like three weeks, but. Okay. Well, three weeks is a long time, mate. You did well there. Sarah, what's, what's your experience been like? I've been trying my best to keep myself busy because if I'm not busy, I'll just sit in my room and do nothing for weeks. Right. So uh, I learned how to ride my bike. A bike. Nice. Fell on my face, killed my tooth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Went I fell right over my the handle, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> and I've done some artwork as well. And I've yeah. done it a few times. Yeah. So Sarah's been painting her wall, which I'm sure some of you have seen. Um, if you haven't, she might show you it before we go. It looks but, uh, amazing, by the way. It looks, does look properly dynamite. Um, it's interesting, though, that you, you say about riding your bike. Is that something you've been wanting to do for years and you've just never had the time? Or? Well, I was never really allowed to get a bike or ride a bike or anything like that when I was younger. Right. So my old friend gave me her bike and I learned how to ride it. But um, I went... I was going down a sort of hill thing and there was a car that was parked too close and because right. I didn't want to ride in the road. I hit a grey box, went over the handlebars and landed right in my face. 
Oh yeah. I've got every sympathy for Sarah because obviously it wasn't her fault. What you were doing riding a Hello Kitty scooter. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I'm gonna like. Do you know how you get the images in your head sometimes, and you just you'll remember them six weeks later and just buckle for no reason, and the people run about you just don't get Are it. You're mad. I think that's. I, I'm just. I know I'm going to be like making peas or something in the next few weeks, and like the image of Lyle going to the handlebars of a Hello Kitty scooter, it's just going to flash across my brain. And uh, I'll probably cry. Uh, no, brilliant, mate. Thanks for sharing all that, guys. One of the things about lockdown is with none of us, regardless of age or geographical location or whatever, have ever been in anything like this. But then he's wanting to do it again, just locked in for the whole summer. Yeah. I mean, that's basically every day before lockdown. Right. So Sarah says I. I usually don't leave my house at summer. Right. Cool. So this is just me of strict. Right. Would MD never be, would MD be like, no, please, let's never have anything like this ever again? Or are you guys quite happy every kind of five oh, years or something? I shouldn't do it again. They get locked nah, in. Couldn't do it again, but. No. Make it, make it like the Hunger Games and you've got a deal. <laughs> like, I, will happily, I, will happily, I will happily take part in the Hunger Games if it means yeah. that I don't have to do this again. Okay, so we've got a couple of tributes volunteering here, which is. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a fucking up district three take. already. Um, I'm jumping in district three, okay. the fishing district. Just I finical day here. Wait. I just I just hope we don't give MD any ideas with this podcast. Just like, <laughs> For legal reasons, just to do it. <laughs> I, we are not encouraging you to go out in the streets and like fight to the death or anything. That's saying. That sounds like oh, a good idea. Come on, Craig. <laughs> have a bit of Christmas spirit. Do you know what? It's obviously quiet in Sarah. You're you're just like, I let's just go out and kill each other. It sounds fun. For legal reasons, oh. actually. Agreed, agreed. I'm here for that. I've got scissors okay. here. <laughs> okay, that's Yeah, let's start a part of weapon. Cool, Sarah's packing. I've got a miniature dragon, come at me. <laughs> can we end this podcast with a question? I don't know, can we? There yeah, you go. Okay, right. <laughs> um, if, 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 if the purge ever actually happened, what would you do? Okay. That's a, good, that's a cool question. I like that. Go for it. I'd probably rage a supermarket or something. Right. Like, I'd barricade myself in a supermarket and stay there the entire night. And just, like, drink all the strawberry milk. Right. I think I would see how many people I could kill before I get killed. Same. <laughs> I'd probably do that as well. That's I'd see how many people I can impale with a Gibson before I get stopped. Right. Okay. So we've got... You don't get ha- stopped. We've got Harley, who's kind of going into Hobbit mode and just <laughs> holing up somewhere, which is... A great idea. I think I'd be right beside you there, Harley. Although I would say strawberry milk. Get 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 hold up in a McDonald's because I know how to work the grills. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Sarah and Lyle are going on what can only be described as a murderous rampage. Uh, You're most likely gonna die anyway, so why not have fun? And you can make strawberry milkshakes. Um, well, I I know I know how to actually take the, the strawberry milkshake machine apart, put it back together again. So we're even there. Oh, great, here we go. Can we take it with us when we're going back out? 
Uh, it's for real, so I. Um, <laughs> right, cool. So Sarah says, go out with a bang, take some people away. Fair enough. <laughs> um, Lyle is similarly going to just see how many people he can batter on the head with a Gibson SG before <laughs> somebody takes them down. Um, Caitlin, what's, um, you know, what sanity can you bring to this conversation? I think it's sanity. I'd rather look at me in terms of somebody else killing me. Okay. So you're definitely kill a few people and then go at main terms. Right, so Sarah, Lyle, and Caitlin are in Team Death Squad. They're going to be roving about Lanarkshire. Just uh, being taken in hobbit mode here. Aye, this. Aye, I'm. I'm out of there, man. I'm just going. Like McDonald's is across the road for me. I'm going straight there. Right, I'm coming over. I'll be there. Shut up, then. We'll be good. Um, Tia, you're, you you seem a peaceable kind of person. <laughs> You're not going out in the rampage, are you? Come on, join the majority, join us. <laughs> right, I've thought about this before oh, because fast. it came up in a conversation before. Okay. Um, <laughs> a conversation? So, yeah. So, like, maybe stab a couple of people and then for a good, <laughs> for a solid two hours, commit arson and then go away somewhere and hide. I'll join you with arson. Woo! Okay. I'll but, help you down a few houses. I know people right. who need to be killed. I feel like this entire bit's just gonna get edited out. No, no, no. We're keeping this. I'm just wanting. For legal I'm, reasons, it's a joke. I think just it's what I want. To, what I want to do here is just make an agreement right now that we don't burn down real time because that's where I'm probably going to go after no. the McDonald's runs it. Ah. Uh-huh. You've just told I'm going to be your strategy. You're going to get killed first. Me and Craig are absolutely screwed. Right, we're uh, just gave you a plan trouble, Harley. Is there any way, you know how like that bit in the Bible where the angel of death comes over Egypt and they have to put the lamb's blood in the door? I don't know if you're familiar with that. <laughs> it's, in the, it's in the story of Moses, right? And that's how they stop the angel of death killing the people in that house. Is there, any kind, like of, primary school. Is there, is there a kind of, any kind of lamb of God, like, like lamb's blood agreement that I can make with you guys? Like if I spray my name on the building, you guys are not going to come in and murder me? Or is that just, is it going beyond that? There's more than one Craig in Lanarkshire or Scotland. Uh, so I mean... <laughs> okay. I might not have time to spray all that before I get eaten by the zombies or whatever it is, but I'll try. Um, we'll, come, we'll come up with we'll come up with a system so that the Mad Max squad here don't come and. Hey, we could take banners and put them on the side of the building, um, and then when we have to move about, we could take the banners with us. So then we know we're here, so we can just kill you anyway. Yeah. Smashing. So why is Craig Why is why is Craig being agreed as the sacrifice? What's going on? So I think what we're discovering here, dear listeners, is that being locked down for seventeen weeks makes you start thinking about murdering the people of Lanarkshire. So this is getting weird. So we're going to we're going to bring this to a close. I hope it's been entertaining. Um, It started off very serious and ended up very not. I suppose, guys, there's maybe um, there's maybe going to be another one, maybe two podcasts after this. I suppose as the last surviving member of the Nostromo here, the guy that's been lucky enough and privileged to to work with you guys for the last six, seven, eight weeks, and of course the the whole of lockdown in general, it's it's been brilliant so far. You've scared me a wee bit today, but uh, that's all right. Has there been one thing maybe through lockdown that's kept you going? 
that's kept you centred and kept you for going out and causing the pubs? Has there been anything that's been really good that you've found really valuable in your time? Maybe just end it on that. Cool, Harley, I'll come to you first, pal. What's been your kind of saving grace in all of this? Uh, can I shout someone out? Kind of. Like, uh, yeah, absolutely. Sam, my best friend, uh, yeah. has got me through so much stuff. Yeah. Sort of like in the 17-ish weeks of lockdown. And it's like actually scary that that's how long it's been. Yeah. But like Sam got me through it. Basically cool. all of it. So yeah. Go Sam. Um, Sarah, what about you, pal? Has there been anything you've kind of clung on to? Or? I think for me, it's a person as well. I would say uh, my boyfriend has right. helped me like a lot throughout the whole thing. It's the only thing that's kept me going and I'm the only thing that's kept him going as well. Right, so you've been there for each other. That's a beautiful yeah. thing, man. And that's, I think that what you both have just said highlights the importance that even though we've had to physically distance, we've no been distant socially or distant emotionally which is a good thing it's a great thing to hear and uh, I would agree with the two E's that people are really important to us all I'm sure the listeners would agree with you as well um, Tia what's, what's kind of kept you going through all this? I would say like three things so I've got like five or six friends that I've spoke to a lot Right. they've helped and then music obviously because I've listened to it daily and then reading and I spent a couple of weeks painting my ukulele as well so that kind of helped oh nice so that was like an, obviously, again, a kind of personal thing, but also a kind of artistic thing that you've kept going with as well. Lyle, what's, what's kept you going? My children. <laughs> your children. <laughs> okay. Your, yeah. your six-stringed wooden my, my, children. Uh, my four-string and six-string children, yes. Okay. Uh, they, they have been my, the only piece of sanity that I have come on to throughout the whole lockdown. Humans just aren't my thing. So, uh, these these things have been, they've sort of been my, the one true sort of grounded thing, other than the the reality of going back to college or going back to work. Right. For that then, you've obviously been involved, you know, kind of engrossing yourself in your music and enjoying that time just to get better at your instruments, but also you've been doing a really good thing, I think, and looking forward to stuff. Looking forward to going back to college and back to work and back into that routine. You've been trying to be as optimistic as possible. Like yeah, back. that's brilliant, man. That's really, really good. Caitlin, finally, what's been your kind of thing in this? Just sitting, writing music with a guitar. Right. And looking forward to next season with the band. Aye. So music's obviously a big part of your life in general, but it's been something you've maybe spent a bit more time doing during this time. Well, I don't have to be in school, so... Oh, I do. Sit all day and just play guitar. It's a beautiful thing, isn't it? When you're Play until my fingers bleed. That's it. Summer of 2020. Uh, <laughs> beautiful. Right, Tia, did you find your ukulele? Yeah, it. <laughs> it's I like, like Nightmare Before Christmas, like a lot. Um, so I that. It's not great, but Lyle's already seen it. See if you could maybe take a really good picture of that and send it to me. I'll make it the thumbnail for the podcast because that's really cool. You've done a really nice job there. That It's really good, guys, that you've all been able to engross yourself in something and cling on to something, whether it's friends or significant others or um, your music, your art, your creativity. It's all really good stuff. And although we're getting moving towards a bit more freedom and a bit more relaxed lockdown stuff, 
it's good to keep these things going, I think. I suppose the, the other thing is, is, you know, for me, is being able to work with you guys to know that you guys are going to show up. And I think, again, this isn't the last podcast, but I'd just like to take a wee minute to thank everybody that's been a part of the podcast so far. You have made a really entertaining bank of stuff that people can engage with in, in, in the kind of quieter moments of lockdown, which is really cool. And it's been amazing to listen to. I'd also like to thank uh, Tia for our amazing articles at realtimemusic.net and some amazing uh, album reviews up there. And Aidan as well, um, who's been doing some brilliant uh, music-related articles for us too. So realtimemusic.net basically turned into the NME during lockdown, which is amazing because the NME is not even the NME anymore. So that was great and they're well worth going back and uh, reading. I've read them all and they're all amazing, so they're well worth going and having a good read. So I think we'll leave it there, guys. Uh, thanks for coming. Thanks for listening, those of you that are listening. And uh, we'll, see you, uh, we'll see you in the next one. And uh, take care of yourselves. Say bye, everybody. That's Peace. Bye.